Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thanks, Anna. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Minister's Friend Podcast. Spiritual Warfare. Some people dive deep into the topic and, as we mentioned in a previous episode, almost find a demon behind every doorknob. Others, on the other hand, deny it even exists. Neither of these extremes is healthy for the believer or for the local church. The realities of spiritual warfare are undeniable. But when Jesus' people do not know what God has already instructed us about it in His Word, well, we're ill-equipped to address it. When Satan brings the efforts of hell against a believer, against a pastor, or against a church, the unprepared crumble. Many people react with fear, but we must remember that we're quite literally ambassadors of the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords, 2 Corinthians 5.20. The Bible has a lot to say about our topic, and in this week's episode, our panel summarizes many of the more salient passages. I'm continuing my panel discussion with Pastor Foy Bellier, Bishop Jason Quinones, and Pastor Michael Brinkley. In this episode, we outline a brief biblical theology of spiritual warfare. So if we were um, to take all the stuff, we've, we've talked a lot experientially here for, for a bit, but if we were to say, you know, okay, so let's, let's bring this down to build a really good biblical framework for what we're talking about. Um, if we were going to build a, a biblical theology, a really good, sound biblical theology for this topic of spiritual warfare, where would we start? Well, I would, I would start in Matthew sixteen eighteen, and Jesus is speaking to Peter here. He just had the whole question: Who do men say I am? Who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. And Peter responds, "You are the, you know, you're the Messiah." And he says these words: "And I also say to you that you are Peter." And on this rock, I will build my church. So we have a great promise of Christ building his church. And then the next thing he says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So what that tells me is from the onset of the first declaration of the building project is that Christ is building. We're victorious. However, (laughs) there's opposition, right? Mm, mm. And so because... You, you know, you're talking prevailing, that's fighting words, that's, vic- you yeah. know, and so we have the victory, but I think we have to know, like, that would be the foundation mm-hmm. from where, where I would start. Well, I think in a tradition or numbers of traditions who might be represented, we need to know where in the scripture uh, these things are found. And I love how the bishop got us started right at the very beginning. And that's... amen. And that's really, really cool. That's present in Jesus's prophetic declaration. Here are just just a few that I just jotted down. Hopefully, that will encourage people. 
Ephesians 6, 10, and 11. I think there's a lot of people mm. who are familiar with that. Yeah. Be strong with the Lord in, the, in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. That tells us that there will be schemes and it yeah. will require yeah. armor. So we need to be intentional there. Second Thessalonians 3, the mm. Lord is faithful. He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. And sometimes when people are perseverating on the pervasiveness of evil, we need to hear that victory statement as well. Amen. Second um, Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, uh, Pastor Mike already mentioned this, that the weapons we fight with are not with the weapons of this world, but they have, on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Amen. Every argument and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God so that we might take that captive to the obedience of Christ. Peter reminds the church in 1 Peter 5 to be alert and sober. So mm -hmm. what we are talking about before, you got to mm -hmm. be dialed in knowing that stuff's going to happen. Your adversary is prowling like a lion looking for someone to devour, resist, stand firm in the faith. James 4, 7, submit to God, mm. resist the devil, and he will flee. So mm. uh, for somebody who loves practicalities and bullet yes. statements, that's a great one. Submit <laughs> to God, stay, stay right with Jesus, right? Yeah. Uh, resist temptation, and he will flee from you. Is Let me just jump in on that yeah, one. Yeah. I don't want to derail you here, but on yep. that one, you know, so many of the people that I talk to quote that verse wrong. Yep. or incomplete yeah they start with resist the devil and he will flee from you yep. and i'm like okay you just set yourself up for a fall <laughs> mm -hmm. because the the preceding statement is yes. the foundation for that submit to god you got it you have to have your relationship right with the lord first yep. then when you resist the devil he will flee from you i'm sorry but i just i, I don't want to get no. pre preaching but that is so critical to what we're talking about here well, you're talking about you were talking about your fire team. You were introducing these yes. guys as part of your fire team, yeah. John. Yeah. You don't go out on the battlefield by yourself. SEALs have a swim buddy. Marines have a battle buddy. I mean Yeah. Yeah. You got you gotta go with God. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna try to do this in the flesh, you're gonna get eaten alive every single time. Amen. So that's a that's Amen. a that's a great corrective. Yeah. I love what Romans eight says too about Death nor demons can separate us from God's love. Amen. And I think that's a, a, a incredibly helpful pastoral word, particularly when we talk about the teaching in John chapter 10, where we get the adversary's tactical brief that he's coming to steal and to kill mm -hmm. and destroy. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be afraid of that if we're staying close to Jesus. So, um, And then I love 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I'll drop it here. Uh, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Mm -hmm. God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. So you got to know what the battlefield looks like and know where your egress points are so that you can get redirected if you mm -hmm. need to so the battle can continue. Yeah. So, and I, I, Michael may have some things too. I don't want to step on his thunder, but but I, it sounds to me, Foy, from just what you read, the one common theme in all of this is intentionality. Has to be that we have got to be paying attention. We have to have a plan. Yeah. 
we have to i love the idea of the fire team i was actually going to talk about that in a minute this this idea of a fire team around us where we're, we're not doing this all by ourselves we're not going out as a lone ranger where we're going to get slaughtered this idea of of being intentional knowing the enemy knowing his tactics knowing the battlefield having a plan not just going out there and and trying to quote unquote do ministry but realizing we are in a war and so we have to act like it i'm sorry michael i didn't mean to step in did you have something you wanted to say a few things uh, uh, i think one of the things that you have to have in spiritual warfare is you have to know your authority Amen. and from the very beginning uh when god set up the world he gave dominion to man mm-hmm. uh, the question is why didn't he step into the garden and pluck uh the devil away he left it to man's uh, responsibility. And then when we, as we look in the scriptures and we see uh, the commissioning of his disciples, uh, his apostles, he gave them authority to cast out demons. Mm. And then he went to the, to the 70 and it says the same. And when he goes to the, speaking to the church abroad, he says the same thing. And one of the mission trips that the uh, disciples came back on, they were so excited. They said that even the demons would flee. Uh, And Jesus said, yeah, I saw uh, Satan fall like lightning. And a lot of people, they they picture that as Satan. I mean, uh, Jesus trying to one-up them. Hey, I was there when Satan was originally thrown out. Could it be? That Jesus said, when I saw you casting out demons, I saw Satan getting his mm. uh, bottom beat. <laughs> I saw you actually defeating the enemy, enforcing the victory that I have come to bring. And then when you see uh, the thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan being sent to harass Paul. And, you know, another word for messenger is angel. Uh, hmm. Paul is praying, praying to God. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Help me, help me. And God said, my grace is sufficient. And we get this idea. Uh, well, I think we need to develop this idea of grace. It's God's empowerment to do his will. God is saying, look, I've already equipped you. Hmm. I, I promise hmm. to protect you from my wrath. But you know what? He doesn't necessarily protect us from persecution hmm. uh, from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And we we have to realize that we're soldiers on a battlefield. The general doesn't fight from his command post. The soldiers do. And we have to know our part and stop expecting command posts to respond when the command posts already gave us the arsenal, gave us... Uh, the instructions and the commands, we have to carry it out. Good word. We don't need to be afraid of the enemy's opposition if we stay close to Jesus. Thanks, Foy. That's so good. We do need to be intentional. We need to pay attention. We need to know the enemy. We need to be aware of the battlefield. We need to be aware of his tactics. We need to have a plan and a band of brothers, as it were. We need to know our God-given authority. Remember, greater is he who is in us 
than he who is in the world. Next time, the members of our panel talk about the critical role of prayer and repentance in spiritual warfare. That's coming up on The Minister's Friend. I'm so grateful that you're in our audience. The Minister's Friend podcast was designed to help pastors and other church leaders like you lead their congregations well. If you're being blessed by our ministry, you could really help us by doing a couple of things. First, would you please forward the podcast to your friends, to pastors that you know, perhaps to other church leaders? Your personal recommendation to others is the best advertising we could ask for. Second of all, would you please give us a review? And if you think it's worth it, please give us a five-star review. Honestly, this really helps us, especially on the Apple platform. Strong reviews move us up in the charts and enable us to reach more people with our ministry. Thanks so much. I'm so glad you were with us for today's episode. I hope you're finding this panel discussion a blessing. Thanks for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimball.com. That's podcast at johnrkimball.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!